You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is, as always, Todd Stark. Hello. And John Taylor. What's up? But we also have a very special guest with us today in the Palace of Megapixels. Whoop. With us Calm is down, John. the Twitch streamer and lovely Enola. How are you today? Hi. I'm good. Thank you. Now, you're, you're normally based out of Seattle, but just happen to be stomping around in our neck of the woods. Yes. And I, I thought I would uh, take advantage of that, seize that opportunity, and get you in. Definitely yes. not Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Oklahoma. Uh, no, nope, Todd not learned Oklahoma. that. <laughs> so, as a Twitch streamer, uh, well, just tell us about yourself for starters. Let's let's start with that, so everybody can oh can get to know you just a little bit. Um, so I'm a variety Twitch streamer, uh, under Enola Desert and, uh, typically I stream quite a few days a week. Typically it's going to be things like player unknowns, battlegrounds, any horror multiplayer game. Cause we do horror squad on Friday nights and, um, some other RPGs. Cause that's what I really like. So, nice. um, I've been doing it for almost a year since October last year. And what so. brought you into streaming? Was it just... Oh, gosh. Um, so I was working at a game studio at the time, and I tend to be very shy, so I <laughs> thought that it would help me get outside my box a little bit if I tried streaming to a bunch of strangers on the internet. <laughs> so. Hey, yeah. No, I, I get that. Work? Yeah, I, I think I'm a little more confident now and can yeah. make some small talk conversations. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean, I've had the same kind of problems in the past, and doing shows like this or even doing film, like what we've been doing our shows, He's still it's weird. helped. It helps. Yeah. He's I think you're most weird. critical of yourself, so that's the, the biggest hump he to get over. He honestly is. I have yep. to talk him down sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> just let it go. Okay. I can't help it. I want <laughs> it okay. to be good. But that's fine. Uh, you said you were with a, a game developer. Was that Riot? Yeah. So uh, previously, I was with Riot Games, um, the studio that makes League of Legends for about three years, mm-hmm. uh, doing a couple different things there, running some programs and stuff like that. So. Nice. Uh, but it was a fun three years. Game Studio was my lifelong dream, and I got to live it in Los Angeles for a little while and then decided that I missed the Pacific Northwest, so I moved back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where you were born and raised? Yep. In Seattle? Mm-hmm. Nice. I went to Seattle. I really liked it. It's kind of, it's really laid back. It feels like like a big city, but laid back. Not yeah, like it's very, we, we have a lot of different neighborhoods, but there's um, there's also a really good music scene there, so it's yes. kind of nice, and um, nice. a lot of local folks and things like that so there's just fun stuff it's nice being on the water Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're with twitch kittens correct yes and that's a a, they're they're a pretty big community on twitch Mm -hmm. now what what explain to me because i'm I'm part of a small community but i've seen these bigger communities what exactly is the benefit of a twitch community like this for you or anybody for that matter gosh well i think Personally, I was part of a larger community that was more of a like a support for support community, but that turned out not to be something that I um, that worked really well for me because mm-hmm. I would rather put in time where I'm spending time in other people's streams and 
it feels like I'm actually putting quality out and wanting to also have quality people that I follow and build actual relationships and things like that. So I think you have to put a lot of work into it being in the Twitch kittens. You have to engage and, and build um, within the community. Mm. But um, it, it just depends on what you're looking for. Because you can have, a, you know, 100,000 followers and no one in your channel ever. Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. I've actually seen a few streamers that I feel like they should have more because they're they're so energetic they're so vibrant they're showmen but yet they don't seem to have a following and it, it it's strange how how twitch kind of works like that you know um another question that we had for lacia and i want to field it to you because i want another perspective see if it's sure. anywhere similar we've kind of noticed that female gamers have just kind of popped up they have been there but to us from the outside looking in, they've just emerged from nowhere. Yeah. Now, have you have you been a gamer, lifelong gamer? Yeah, lifelong gamer. So I have um, six siblings. I have four brothers, and I'm a middle child of those <laughs> four. So we grew up, you know, from every console, from Atari on through Nintendo, Sega, all, all that good stuff, and then PlayStation when that came out. So mm-hmm. um, the, <laughs> the thing I like to tell people is I got to watch games a lot as a kid because I had four brothers. There used to only be two player and then there was four and well, there were already four. So right, right. I got to be the alternate that tagged in when people died. Yeah, so, right. um, but yeah, I kind of got immersed in it from a young age. So I remember mm-hmm. playing uh, old school Friday the 13th uh, yes, back yes. in the day. <laughs> that game scared me so bad. It was on Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. It had its eerie qualities to it and then just being so stupid it's so stupid now back then i remember i got in trouble for cussing that was the first time i got in trouble for cussing my mom was like todd don't say that i'm like with jason you know jason just came out i don't care killed me (laughs) do you do you think that uh the fact that female gamers have been there all this time why do you think that they're just now kind of rising out of the shadows. So I think speak. that there's more dedicated communities for female streamers as well um, to take note of. So things like I'm also a member of girl streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we put a lot of focus on supporting each other and seeking each other out and promoting each other. So I think that that is a one part of it. But then we also have awesome advocates and different partner streamers who also care a lot about ensuring that people know that there's awesome female streamers out there and, and give us more of a platform and channel to, um, you know, show people what, what we do. And, and right. it's more, it's a genuine love for doing it versus, you know, just doing it because it's some fun thing sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I think women are better at multitasking than men and y'all are able to that's true. No doubt. Talk, <laughs> talk to us and play. Like yes. dudes just get like legit, One like watch them. Yeah. They get into the game and that's it. And you're like, oh, this dude's really good at this game. But mm-hmm. like Lacey said, this guy, like, men are good at the games, not that women are not. They're good at the games and they don't talk to anybody. But women are good at the games and will answer every question <laughs> and deal with the perverts and kick them out at All the same true. time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was my next question. Do you have to deal with things like that on a regular basis? Trolls, I, yeah, perverts, I do. things like that? A lot of times I give as good as I get, though, versus just ignoring it, <laughs> which is probably a bad thing. But um, I have a kind of weird sarcastic sense of humor so i'm like if you come in and you want to throw something at me be careful so that's the best thing to do is always have that sharp wit ready and waiting for them i hope it's wit and not just like nasty comments or anything like that i have to tame myself a little bit because i tend to have no filters it's all right it's okay though i like no filters yeah 
Well, I think we've gotten to know you a little bit, and awesome. I think our audience has as well. So she's going to join us for the rest of the show as we go through our news of the week. We don't have noises. Don't kind of make it up. All right. Well, the first thing I got written down, I don't know if you guys have anything. If you do. I have a few things. Bring it up as we go along, as usual. Uh, the first thing is the uh, PlayStation 4 5.0 update rumors. They said right now, this is just speculation from Eurogamer. Uh, they obtained a copy of the update of the release notes and said that the uh, PS4 Pro owners will be able to stream on Twitch at uh, 1080p, at 60 frames per second, uh, allow changes to master and sub accounts, which uh, I think there's also the ability to create family accounts. I wonder, okay, look, I wanted to... Um I was looking at the uh, Hellblade um, theme that you got for free for pre-ordering the game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it shows an um, like a little demo of it. Well, the dude's going through his little cross-media bar, and there's a. It looked like it was already like the 5.0 update, and you could see a. It looked like two controllers and like user name, like change users or something. I haven't seen that before, so I don't hmm. know if that's part of it. Could be, but uh, yeah, I seen that on there. Kind of made me wonder what's going on. So is there a new UI with this update? or? I don't layout? know. They haven't specified, at least not in this. I'm new to PS4. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started using it two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't normally change a lot of their UIs. Now, they do add some a lot of things, but I, they normally stay the same. Gotcha. They might add little shortcuts. Right. That they did. They've done a lot of those. Now they said they're also, according to this release. Granted, this is not, this is, none of this has been confirmed by Sony, so just this Fox grain news. of salt. This Fox News. Yeah, this Fox. News. <laughs> uh, it says uh, you will have the ability also to follow users. I, I don't understand why you'd need to do that. This is not Facebook. Uh, well, I mean, you have that share play thing. I wonder if that's the same thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess in that regard, it's almost maybe. like its own Twitch kind of thing within the PSN. I don't know. You'd have to start linking accounts. Well, I guess if I play a game with someone and I don't necessarily want to friend them, but I'd like to okay. maybe catch up with what they're doing again and see if I can get into a couple games, um, depending on what they're playing, maybe that would be a useful thing for that feature. I can see that. We, we, me, John, and I have played Friday the yeah. 13th with a few decent people and a few jerks. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't roll your eyes. Well, you want to go I on have, your, your, your weekly Hughesnet? Have Hughesnet, <laughs> and they are garbage. This my Tiring. rant for the week. God, they're terrible. Just, I hate you, HughesNet. Anyway. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, they said that the feature to follow users uh, kind of has uh, similar to an Xbox One feature, which, again, I'm not familiar with Xbox One, but it's... Well, they have that mixer thing that's kind of like a, like a Twitch kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Keep they, comparing everything to Twitch, I guess. According to the notes, it said it's to encourage sharing and interaction, possibly boost viral video potential for developers. Yeah. But again, I thought that's what the internet's for. Well, I think they're all wanting to keep everybody within their own little ecosystem. Perhaps. And you can yeah. still have the option to go outside of that. That's what I think. I think it's more about creating more within that platform, and then you can still use, hopefully... What I always want is just ways to share out to other media. Right. Um, I don't even care that much about the features <laughs> inside. I just want to share it out. Right. So. Uh, the only other thing they had listed was uh, notifications for on your quick menu, which I guess that would be cool. So you yeah. don't have to shut your game off. But if I see a notification, I really don't care. 
Well, you know, I mean, I'll get the thing eventually. is, when you see the notification, you just hit the PS button and it goes straight to the notification. Is that what? Yeah. So That's I was I, getting notifications for the first time yeah. the other day, and right. I, I was like, oh, and then someone tagged me in an activity on the PlayStation, I think. I don't know how yeah. it works. And I was like, what? What is that? And then people kept liking it, so it kept popping up every five seconds. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not doing anything right now, but okay. Yeah. So as of right now, when you're hearing this, this is not confirmed, so don't just, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. Fox News. Fox News. We didn't say it was true. It's fake news. (laughs) Fake news. Uh, The next thing I have is the uh, Metroid Amiibo controversy. Did any of you hear about that? No. What? I did not. Okay. But also, I'm bad because I get like all my news from Twitter. I don't watch cable (laughs) or anything like that. That's what Twitter's great for. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, uh, the new game that's coming out on 3DS, uh, Metroid Samus Returns, which is the remake of Metroid 2 for the Game Boy... They have an unlockable feature. They Obviously, Nintendo likes to sell their Amiibos now. Mm-hmm. So they had a feature that was going to be present within the game, and you had to have an Amiibo to unlock it. What got mixed in the news is that all of the hard modes were going to have to be unlocked via the Amiibo. Ooh. And that was not the case. So it's not that... No, they had to clarify. What it is, is there will be one Amiibo figure, or a set, actually which will unlock features within the game. However, the hard mode is still available to unlock. Yet, there is a harder mode that you can get within the game with the fusion suit from another game, Metroid Fusion. So to me, it sounds like DLC. If you want to play this game harder than it already is and you want to get this fancy suit, you pay for the Amiibo and you get it. Because they said they're not going to release it as a digital download or anything like that, you have to get the Amiibo. And they they made five Amiibos. That's my concern. Now, I did write that down. That would be the concern. As long as Nintendo is going to produce enough Amiibos to satisfy the the market out there, then, yeah, it's fine. But if you're going to hold back Amiibos and only a handful of people get to do this, if they want to, because me personally, I don't really care to play a super hard version of a game. You know, I'm fine with, with normal. So if they're going to do that, you have to meet demand for the Amiibos for those people. So I can is kind of understand where people are getting upset. It just depends on what is their game plan for this. Because again, Amiibos, if you're going to unlock stuff behind an Amiibo, it's no different than DLC. You, you're right. still going to have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But... Are you going to be able to find the amiibo? That's the difference. You probably will not be able to find no. it. Special order, straight from Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's a fair assessment to say that as long as they would produce them, it's okay. But if they're not and they hold out like they have been, I can see where the the rage is coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like the NES classic. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> right. You can get it on eBay. Yeah, and that that finally went on uh, pre order today. What? Yes. Crap. So you may you want to run it. and get nope. that. You ain't going to get it. Nope. Did you already get it? It's Was gone. It more than 12 minutes ago? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked. I just saw that it, they, pre-orders did go up. Fallout Game of the Year Edition. Fallout Something 4 Game of the Year Edition. Excuse me. Uh, it's going to come with all the bells and whistles, the DLCs from all the other games. Nice little packages. A few. Po- I think there was a poster or two that's coming out with it. Right. Uh, and then there will be a Pit-Boy Edition where you get a nice little Pit-Boy statuette. And all that. And that'll run you about $99. That's I all. have all the things already, though. I mean, yes, I'd <laughs> really just be paying for the, the pit, pit boy. boy. The pit boy. I got a, I got a, where is he? I got that guy. Little mm. 
But mm-hmm. that will release along with a regular standard edition on September 26th. It would be cool to have a Pip Boy. Yeah, I said when I, I saw like it, I said it looked what, too heavy for my wrists. Like They're too dainty. Hmm? So. It, do you mean like the Pip Boy? Like, yeah, yeah the, the Pip Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if it was, oh, yeah. They, they released that yeah. with uh, the first. Oh, a, the yeah. first yeah, when you first, first got first. the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, I'm, put, you I'm, can put your cell phone in it. Yeah. I don't know if it's that that they're doing. I think it's a different. It looked different. But again, I didn't really study it either, so yeah. it could be similar. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Thimbleweed Park. Have any of you heard of that game? I've not played it. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I have not heard of it. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. It's finally coming to PS4 on August 22nd, which is what? Next week? Week after? Week after. Week, week after, after next. It's the day after the eclipse, man. That's right. See? All good things. After the eclipse. <laughs> except it- talking plants that grow with... Eating blood. Well, you wake Don't up buy morning. a plant on August 21st. Don't do it. <laughs> but you just wake saying. up that morning, listen to our podcast, and then watch the eclipse, and then just go about your normal day. That's right. So that's, We're going to have to do something special minutes. for the eclipse. Yeah. A special eclipse episode. Yeah, we should. I don't know what we're going to be doing. We'll do it in the dark. We'll do it in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. We'll do it in the dark. John has said three things the this entire time. No, I'm just listening. Well, he's he's not out. near the microphone. He yeah. can't no, get I don't to care. I want him to talk more. I'm listening. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my turn to talk yet. Be quiet. Anyway, Thimbleweed Park, it's coming to PS4, and it's also coming to Nintendo Switch in September. You can find it on uh, Windows, Mac, Linux, Xbox One right now. If you don't know anything about the game, if you ever played Maniac Mansion or Monkey Island, it's from the same guys that did that. It's... Kind of in that similar vein, I'd say more toward Maniac Mansion in style, and and especially in gameplay. Uh, but it's about five people with nothing in common that have been drawn to this odd little town, and little do they know that they are connected and being watched. It's called Lebanon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a modern mystery adventure, as they call it. It sounds fun. It yeah, does. It I'm looking I love forward to Maniac Mansion. I've I've considered getting it for Steam. Because I didn't know if it was ever going to make its way to consoles, but now I don't have to worry about it. I'll just get it on console. So much more convenient that way. I mean, no, I, I don't mind Steam. I've, I've bought a game or two on Steam. It's just, I like my console. <laughs> well, so I was primarily a console gamer for a really long time, and then working at Riot, I played League of Legends all the time. That's only on PC. So mm-hmm. eventually, over time... Now I have a huge Steam library, and I only play on PC. I have all the consoles, but that's when I'm not streaming. It's my See, I could, I could understand that. You just kind of find your way to yeah, something. I did the flip. I, I, I used to be, before I met this man right here, I was huge into Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That's all I would play. And then the Wii U let me down. He's like, dude, you got to get a PS3. And I was like, I, just, I don't know, I don't know. And I finally did, and... Now I'm stuck with <laughs> Sony yeah. products. So. I've been more of an Xbox person for mm. a really long time because that was the first console that was just mine that no. others could right. not touch. <laughs> okay, so we commented on this last week, and we're going to go into detail about it today. The No Man's Sky update came out today. They finally laid it out in detail, and I had to scribble some things down to make notes. But this is uh, update 1.3. And it came out today, which is Friday, if you're listening on Monday. Uh, it's adding additional story content called Atlas Rises. And it's supposed to be about 30 hours worth of gameplay. God. Like story mode gameplay. It game wasn't long enough already. Yeah. <laughs> now, it said it's supposed to add like a quest system with branching narratives to accompany that. 
That's that's the question. <laughs> Have you played? I had intended to, but I didn't pre-order. You should never pre-order a game, everyone. By the way, yeah, uh, that's what uh, I learned. And then with this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard a lot of different feedback and decided not to get it and yeah. so i haven't yeah. played it good choice yeah. <laughs> it was good um, for 10 hours and then it was just like it's well, all the same but uh, let me continue with this and yeah, you'll sorry, see you'll sorry, see sorry, if you, sorry, you still sorry, want to play sorry, it sorry, Steve, well, so i'm just i'm trying to convince you if you want to continue to play it I might. um they okay. said that there's a graphical overhaul where all the planets will now look more unique and flourished uh new flora and fauna uh, there will be terrain manipulation, so you can actually build or diminish hills and mountains. So Minecraft. So you can... That was my manner, question. <laughs> but that, this way, it's easier to build uh, your buildings, your bases, or whatever, with right. that last update they did so you can that I never, never tried. <laughs> they call it Yes. There is a slight, and I'm going to say slight because I don't feel like this is true multiplayer, but there is now a multiplayer option where you can communicate with up to 16 players within the game. However, it's as an orb yeah. <laughs> floating about. Stupid. And there's voice chat with, as long as you're within the uh, same general area. Yeah. But only up to 16 people. Only up to 16 people. That's interesting. There's so many more people in like the Like a limitation to multiplayer yeah. aspect. It just seems strange to me. It, yeah. So you have limited interaction because you're an orb. And you have to stay with one another if you want to communicate, which would be 10 times more awesome if you were galaxies away and you could Uh still talk to someone. That would be awesome. It's like, hey, I'm over here on this planet. Why don't you come join me? Okay, cool. I'll be there in a second. And then you just hop in. That would be cool. But even if it was just more of a friend thing, you know, if we knew each other and we wanted to hang out, that could be the over galaxy voice chat. Something like that would be kind of neat. I'll tell you what you do is you just start a party chat and then you get galaxies away and you can still talk. I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also, I like to call them stargates because that's what they reminded me of. Stargates on your planet now where you can go from planet to planet through a stargate. That's cool. Yeah, I've heard right. some kind of fast travel. <laughs> As opposed I'll to, tell you a fun fact that I've seen every episode of every series of Stargate. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> I love Stargate. So you're going to make... Absolutely sure this is a Stargate. So yes. I, don't, I, don't. I just need a puddle jumper. Okay. I'll go. <laughs> I only but, watched like maybe three episodes of that. I saw the movie. That's, that's about as far as I got. I may have watched a bad, few though. episodes. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, I no. have watched stuff and I'm like, that is bad. I actually watched Stargate Atlantis before watching original. I think that was the, the one I watched. <laughs> Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> I liked it. But I did watch a, a video of all of this where they were talking about it. I might be interested in going back to the game. You will. But it just... They got to boost <laughs> we'll up that We'll see what happens. But I feel like I've been away from it so long that all the additions they continue to put in, it's going to be a new game. It's going to be a new experience. So... It uh, will be when you go back. Because have you been back and done I, the I've base? not been back since the I base building been. and all that. that no, that's, I haven't. It's going to be totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting. So, so I've even considered just starting from scratch. So just think about and doing it that wait one more year. Yeah, another year. <laughs> is that addition like a DLC to the original game, or is it an update? Updates. Okay, but in a manner of speaking, it could be it could be viewed as DLC, but it's mm-hmm. it's an update. I yeah, my question was more like, if I decide to go play it now, will it cost me more? Right. No, you, you, you would get there. Just for it. Okay. They're not going to charge anybody anything. Because it's been on sale a lot. Yeah. So. They're trying to push. 
I did, steam. I did see another uh, addition. I don't even know why I didn't think about it, but I saw it in the video where they have um, freighter ships. Yeah. And you can actually go and explore them now, like they're crash-landed into planets. Oh, so cool. that would be kind of neat, I That's guess. Cool. Maybe. They're pulling out all the stops there. They the are. Games. They <laughs> Again, just think, one more year, and we'll have an awesome game. I know it'll be <laughs> multiplayer, it'll be like Call of Duty on planet whatever it is. That's right. Not really. Planet flop, flop. I hope it's not like that. Flop, blah, blah. Flop, blah, blah. Whatever blah, blah. you want to call it. That's another thing. If you get to play the game, you get to name your own planets yeah. and animals. Because you're the only one that's ever found it. So, you know, you can come up with some pretty interesting stuff. I can't even remember half the stuff I come up with, but yeah. uh, I tried to make it unique. I ran into one that looked like a, it looked kind of like a kangaroo, and it was a, called a dick hole. <laughs> yeah. Somebody <laughs> oh, named that thing a dick hole. <laughs> I think at some point I got bored and I was like, I don't I don't really care. You're a, you're a thing. Whatever you look like. You look like mush, you're mush. That only ran into like maybe five things that somebody else had already named. Yeah. I didn't really name anything. Not yeah. that. I was, I was an original OG. Pine and Pete. things. <laughs> oh, shut up, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the next little piece I've got is Horizon Zero Dawn, the uh, DLC, The Frozen Wilds, is finally coming out on November 7th. I'm excited because that is the only game I've been playing on PS4 since I started it. Fantastic game. game. That was probably it's a good It's wonderful. Start. Yeah. To actually get that one is one of your first. <laughs> what What's your thoughts on it? I know you just said it's wonderful. Um. Well, so I've been playing it for I think two weeks. I think only two weeks, and it's like to the it's the type of thing where I go to work and I'm waiting until I can go home. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how it um, uh, I think the graphics are amazing. I'm really liking the story, although at sometimes I'm like, okay, cool. I just want to get back to you know killing different machines right. and finding different areas and exploring and crafting and things like that. But that's more of the type of gameplay person that i am i care about story but at the same time i'm like man they're just really talking a lot so i want to skip this a little bit that game is the first game that i've played where it felt like every enemy you ran into was almost like a boss battle i mean every enemy in the wild was crazy they're Mm -hmm. very difficult battles there's certain machines too i'm like there's absolutely no way for me to pass around this i have to go through so either i need to be really sneaky which is generally my plan of attack when i take machines out typically the silent strike from the bushes but um some of those machines are too big and strong and i killed two of the thunder maws the giant one so um, and it took like for like 30 45 minutes to (laughs) do so say the one thing that i learned with that game is i i get into comfort zones with certain games where they have multiple ways to do things whether it be weapons or things like that Mm -hmm. and this gave you so many you had traps you had different types of hunting weapons and things like that and i just kind of get into my way i'm like i'll I'll just do it this way it'll be fine and then you get to that point where you realize you can't just do it that way you might want to rethink your strategy Mm -hmm. like the um was it the Stormhawk, the big the yes. big bird? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Okay. The very first time I took one of those down, I wasn't sure what I needed to do. The second one I came across, I started using the... Um, what, the rope caster? Yeah, the rope caster. Oh, where you can down. tie that beast down and keep it on the ground. That made everything so much easier. It made a world of difference to bring that thing down. So I, I love blood hawks. They'll send three or four of them at you. You just tie yeah. them up. Tie, boom, boom. And I'm gonna kill this one. You know. Well, now I know I didn't use my rope caster yet. I was frustrated because I was killing new machines once I got into the Karja area, uh-huh. and uh, then the birds would come and like take all the good stuff from yeah. them. So <laughs> and you could watch them. They're just sitting there <laughs> like vultures. It's crazy, right? Uh, another little tidbit I saw is that uh, Friday the 13th, they are finally going to remove friendly killing. So, counselor killing. Mm-hmm. 
Great. So we don't have to get negative. I mean, <laughs> it's not my fault when someone jumps in front of a vehicle. Exactly. That is, that is, yes. I've been shot uh, while Jason was killing me. Yes. Or so about to kill me. A lot of people get shot by the shotgun during the animation mm. kill. And it's really frustrating. Whoops. And people get really upset about it. And it's like, hey, like, man, dude. I didn't even, yeah. like, you know, he picked you up right as, as I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gun media said that they were doing this because there were people out there taking advantage of it who were actually trying to kill yeah. people, other counselors, just because, just being jerks. Yeah. So they're going to remove that. However, it will still be available in private matches. Great. So it can That's still right. happen. And the only way that you can actually die, there still there will be, I think there were two exceptions to that. Um, a bear trap. If, you know, someone lays down you a bear trap, it, you yeah. walk bear into trap. it, turn on stupid fault. And then if you get hit by the car. Yeah. So outside of that, Ugh. if someone tries to take a shotgun to you, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with that because, yeah, cool. I didn't yeah. like the trolls. Yeah, yeah I in old. public matches, it's really frustrating. Mm. In a private match, for us particularly, um, with Horror Squad on Friday nights, we do role play. So as whatever counselor comes up or Jason, you got to role play as the character. And mm. so killing each other is sometimes part of that uh just whatever float right. your boat when you're <laughs> role playing but so it's i'm glad that you can still do it in a private match oh, yeah. next piece i got is uh rumors floating around about a new arkham game uh, any uh another one thoughts on that so is it is the rumor saying that it's not going to be um what is it rocksteady it's, it's going to be the people that, that i didn't origins, hear right? i didn't hear that's what i heard i heard that it was going to be the people that made origins Yes, okay, I did hear that. Uh, I guess with the rumors floating around, they're just wondering, you know, what's it going to be? Who's it going to focus on? It's going to happen one way or the other. Do you feel like this will be another flashback game, like pre-Arkham Knight or even Arkham Uh, Asylum? Or do you think this will be a step forward? I think they're going to go forward and they're going to start their whole trilogy. They're going to have a trilogy, like Batman Beyond or something. Yeah. Beyond Arkham, you know, something <laughs> stupid. That's not a bad title. <laughs> I think it. I've only played Asylum. I didn't play the newer, mm-hmm. any of the newer games. Asylum hooked me. Yeah, Asylum was good. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I liked how small it was, but I liked how, I don't know, like Batman Arkham, what, what was it City, right? The third one? No, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Knight. Mm-hmm. It was big enough to make, you know, I was, it fulfilled every need I had in a Batman game, you know? But then Arkham, the second one was Arkham City, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just right in the middle. You know, it was a good game. The story was good, but the city was just, I wish it was bigger. Right, right. But the first one was small <laughs> enough to where it was awesome. You know, just everything about it was just, there was no dumb parts and boring parts in that game. Everything was great. See, that's why I didn't mind the whole Batmobile, you know, in, in Arkham Knight, because the city was so large, you needed a way to get around. So I... I didn't understand the frustrations. I guess the controls were a little clunky at times, but once you got used to them, they were easy. But you could shoot out of that damn thing, and that was pimp. I mean, that was awesome. (laughs) Or when it came and got you, it would slide, and you would just... If if you just walked up to it and you got in it like GTA, I don't want that. You had to be Batman. The way he did it was awesome. Uh, The next piece I got, Shadow of War, the Shadow of Mordor follow-up. Uh, they're adding a multiplayer component called Social Conquest. It will allow you to invade other players' captured fortresses while defend your, defending your own. And uh, after taking over a fortress, you can set uh, commanders from your orc warriors and upgrade them to be 
better defenders of your fortress. Uh, once the fortress is shared online, other players can try to capture your base. They said it's very comparable to uh, Metal, Metal Gear Solid 5's SO, FOBs. Wow, I can't wow, it's words starting. so hard. We're starting again. Yeah, Getting tangled. don't do that. Dude, you know what that means? What? You can build a base and you can actually play online. There again. Oh my online. gosh! I cannot do the online. Yeah, yeah you can. No, I can't. You can this one. He How am said, I going to do it? He just said you build the base and you post it you online. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on there. My base won't have a damn door. <laughs> It'll be take... missing windows because <laughs> I mean, my shit will kick me out halfway through building. It'll be like a half a wall. Where'd Todd go? Look, the wall was right here. He was working on it. You can probably build it offline. Oh, he's got a huge net. You can probably build it offline. And then it ain't online. It's online. It takes an hour for you to put it up there. But It'll take an online. hour for me to get online. Man, I'm just trying to. I just I'm hope. I'm actually the, trying to be nice I'm worried. I know. I'll take you back. You know what? Screw you. Shut up. I hate you're embarrassing me. Need that <laughs> Google Fiber. Sorry. You know, like, I don't like the aspect of the fact that it's, I read that it was going to be, you have to have an internet connection. They, that to. was that was false. That was the other oh, little okay. comment that I, I found up. They had to clarify that. They good. never specified someone misrepresented what he said. Thank God. He said, no, 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 no. You can play this offline. It's no big deal. Because it's coming so, out October. Right? Yes. I'm not getting anything but HughesNet by at least early next year. Yeah, October 10th is when it comes out. He said to fully experience the game with all the, the you know, orc building and base building and stuff like that. And even, um, what was the other feature that we, we had spoken about? The, the Nemesis system that yeah. they're implementing from the other. That's where that will come into play online to really kind of enforce that. I did go look at the Forge thing. Did you? Talk about? Yeah. And um, what's his name? Uh, Ratsack? <laughs> Something like that. It killed me. Wow, fifteen times. I need to rat bag. I said rat, rat bag. Rat bag. The unclean. Rat That's what he is. Rat bag. It's about the same thing. Yeah. It was a bag or a sack. His cousin's sack. Rat sack. <laughs> hey, I'm still trying to kill him. I haven't killed him yet. You've never killed him? No. He's a. He is a. Uh, an. Uh, what do you call him? Um, not a captain. Uh, a war chief. He's a chief. Hmm. And uh, every time I go after him. I go to kill his bodyguards, and one of them kills me. And then, of course, up the ladder they go, and then he has two more. And right when I get, I'll kill one of them, I'll go kill the weaker one, and then I go kill the stronger one, and then he kills me again because it's the same <laughs> one. He keeps getting stronger. Like, he's like at 40 now, and he's almost as strong as the chief. Well, you're going to have a hard time taking stop. him down. <laughs> and then I, so I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to go after the chief. <laughs> and then he killed me. <laughs> he's, he's the kind of guy that uh, when he gets in the fight he's the one that goes hey look at this guy you know and they yeah. all just come all of them come stupid you're gonna have to just sneak up on him and I snipe a, attack him I, I wanna get the downloadable content for that uh, that Rambo gun <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go at him with uh, another interesting little tidbit I found is uh, do any of you remember the old Atari game Tempest yes that? Well, I, no. it sounds familiar. I'm old enough. <laughs> no, it sounds familiar. It was an old arcade shoot 'em up classic. What do you um, do in it? It's actually pretty popular. Yeah, uh, like I remember I that I name. I, yeah, it sounds familiar. I think it's I played cute. that at like I used to ride the bus in the first grade, and like that's where I first played Atari was mm. at my friend Eric's house, and it was just like he had every all those games. Like mm. I eventually got one. My dad had one in the in the damn attic and never said nothing about it. I got down and played Frogger. You know, I love that game. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I would probably know it if I saw it. Because yeah. when, even when I was I was looking this up and I saw it, 
It didn't ring a bell, but if I saw the game in play, I know I would recognize it. Look at it, John. Look at it. I think useful. that they also had an arcade version mm-hmm. of the game um, back when, I mean, arcades are still cool. But yeah, they're still there's cool. a really interesting cute. documentary about arcade game players, and oh my gosh. But What's anywho, it called? Uh, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you, but oh, I'll follow it up. it doesn't exist then. <laughs> it Fake exists. News. Fake news. It exists. <laughs> well, anyway, Atari announced that they are going to dust off Tempest. Is that going to be on that new box? Uh, no, they, they're actually going to release it on the consoles. Um, I think there's also a reference to Tempest in Ready Player One, if you have not read it. Really I've good. got it on my shelf. I it's need to read it. It's a great book, and the then movie. the film is coming out. Looks so awesome. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, there's a reference <laughs> to Tempest in that game. Probably, in that. Let me say it. You said you, you pulled it up at the arcade. Did it oh, have the the sticks yeah. and you and you did them like this, or was it with a joystick? It's possible. I, I again, yeah. I can't remember it. Do you I'm, remember at the arcade? Did it have the the look like you had a steering wheel, but it I do like this with the joystick? So. It's the one where you went all the way around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I told you it would it would come back to me if I saw it. it. Yeah, I didn't have a quarter. Well, they're going to re-release Tempest. Uh, remastered on PCs and consoles this holiday season as Tempest 4000. Reason 4000 is because they had already previously done this on the Atari Jaguar as Tempest 2000. Oh, so they're just going to go up two and make it 4000. It looks like Res Infinite, you know, something like that. I I would probably say this has a lot to do with it. It's going to feature 4K visuals, so you have to bump it up. To what's popular. That blue line looks awesome in 4K. Uh... (laughs) You'll have three game modes, a pulsing techno '90s inspired soundtrack, nice, with a lot of fast paced and frantic arcade gameplay. It'll probably be cool so like a rave, but in my own home. That's right. right. I'm being there like this. I get some glow lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Tempest activated. <laughs> it is. Take a roll. And just <laughs> but is that they? They do want to keep it true to the original, but updated. 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 Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 was released this week on Xbox, uh, PC, PS4. It was featuring Mega Man 7 through 10. I don't, did any of you play any of those games? No, but I love when they re-release those games because I will eventually get all those again. I would, I would say, eventually. because I'm, I'm a hardcore Mega Man fan, loved them. I got the first Legacy Collection when it came out. Uh, I, I think I've actually bought it twice because I think I had it on... The GameCube, and then I got it on the PS4. One through five are classic to me. Six, I felt like that's where it kind of took a dip in quality just a little bit. Seven is good. I think it came out on the Super Nintendo. But it's, I don't know, it just kind of lost its quality because you had Mega Man X at that time. Right. And it was just like, ah, but I want this new thing you have over here. So it just kind of pales in comparison. Then there was part eight, which I think came out on... PlayStation 1, if I'm not mistaken, it had like full rendered animation cutscenes, which right. was cool. But then you heard the voice over actors and it was terrible because <laughs> Dr. Light was Elmer Fudd. And <laughs> I swear, I'm not joking, it was like, come on, Mega Man, get over here. Don't defeat Dr. Wily. Looking for a rabbit. Yeah, it was terrible. So that kind of hurt the quality of that game. <laughs> then they had 9 and 10 come out recently. I think they were uh, digital-only games. Right. Uh, they came out. I got mine on the Wii at the time when they came out, and I know that they're available 
on every other platform now, but they were just, they made those so damn hard. I know that was the thing. I bought one of those and it was, God, it was impossible. I know, I know I got to Wiley's Castle, but I couldn't beat it. I just, I got stuck on this one boss. I could not beat it. And I was like, forget it. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, there's just a point where a game's difficulty just frustrates me. I'm like, I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. Right. I'm done. Then you lay awake all night and think it's like, about what it. What could have I done different? Disappointment. <laughs> I was disappointed in myself because I'd beaten every Mega Man game up to that point. And then 9 and 10 had to... And But this collection now, mind you, they, they have an easy mode. And I'm like, no, yeah, I'm on that no, one. I don't want an easy mode. I do. No. I'm going to beat it. Because I want to do easy. it right. I like easy mode. Yes. Me too. You got to stream on easy mode so that you can... You know that's how we pay attention to chat, right? That's fixing right. to say. That's, that is... I'll learn that. I'll easy, learn. To me, easy to normal. <laughs> but see, that makes sense. It does. But still, dudes will not pay attention to the people in the room. He won't. No, like they won't answer any of those little text messages popping but up. It but, on on who, but it depends on who. But it depends on who you're watching. Uh-huh. But most, I, I know what you mean. You ain't watching nobody with your crappy internet. No, not now. <laughs> Two years ago, I did. Damn, I feel like I'm just like disconnected from the world. I hate it. I can't even. Like, it just sucks. HughesNet, blow me. <laughs> now, now we're gonna get into some some really interesting stories because these last two, I thought they were worth noteworthy at least. Did you know that there is a fidget spinner simulator game? Yeah. Yes. Seen it. I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos about fidget spinners, and one in particular about the top 10 most expensive fidget spinners you can uh, buy. How much <laughs> are and they? when the oh, most dude. expensive one was around $900. God. And it's got like chrome and all kinds of shit. And I'm no. like, who's fucking kid is, you know, yeah. coolest one I saw was the one that had the gears on in the inside. That's the coolest one. I John said five I'm not a fidgeter, so I don't need a fidget, fidget spinner. spinner. Yes. <laughs> I just thought they're I like an epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, this game is developed by Red Square Studios. It's been available on Steam for a buck, which <laughs> that's, too that's much. fair enough. At least he could be asking for more. I'd say a at quarter. least a buck, fine. But all you do is spin a fidget. That's it. <laughs> Dude, that's what that's all it simulated. is. Simulated. Yeah. He's, Just a simulated fidget spinner. Hmm. That's it. He probably spent a dollar making it. But here's here's where it gets crazier, if you thought that was Ooh. bad. If you have so much fun with that, you can go out and buy DLC <laughs> to pimp up your fidget spinner. No. A oh premium gold-plated fidget spinner and Spin. a gold-plated vape for the wonderful price of 50 bucks. A vape? A vape. Like for the game? Yeah. So you you be spinning that gold fidget spinner with a gold vape and you take hits off the gold vape through the game? Yeah. Why? For 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Pimp up your virtual fidget spinner. I got a new app called the Breathing App. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Well, it costs $1. Yeah. 50 cents. I won't give it to you for 50 cents. Yeah. But if you like walking and breathing, for $25, there's a downloadable content. I mean, why not? This guy's pulling it off. I don't know how much he sold now. I did not go into details. And I, I'm hoping, hoping no one has bought this $50 gold-plated fidget spinner. Because I'll be disappointed. Because it's not gold-plated. It's not real. That's exactly. what I'm saying. And that <laughs> ain't really looks. <laughs> you can probably, you can like if you went and bought DLC for a game that also included a real fidget spinner of equal value, then sure. Sure. That's if fidget spinners are your thing and you take them real serious. Oh my god. But this my little not. kid my little girl goes ape shit for these things. Like we see them at Walmart, I gotta fight her to get away from them. I don't know why they're all the damn same. 
That one's pink. That one's red. They spin the same. I'll tell you, if you want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, you go to Fidget Spinners, <laughs> and then you go to Beyblades, and then you go to the Beyblade Bay World Blades? Tournament. Oh, Beyblade, yeah. And I was like, what is tournament? a Beyblade? There, people, there's actual there, there's... tournaments, international tournaments. What do you do? And it looks a lot like a Fidget Spinner, but you pull it on a oh, special, and you is. put them together and stuff. I'm like, Beyblade. Never heard of Beyblade? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, like, uh, now see, you got to go down the YouTube rabbit hole for Beyblades. <laughs> but I want to point out something. John hadn't said shit. I was all excited. Time. And then you said Fidget Spinner. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beyblades. <laughs> I know that. I know them Beyblades. You don't know what a Beyblade is? Hell That's no. You, stuck I gotta, you got to rip, I gotta it. rip it. And it flies. Yeah, rip it. We called it no. helicopter. And no, back it, in it, day. it's it down into a basically a plastic arena. When I was a kid, it's like, like battle bots, oh, bots for children. <laughs> yeah, you, you do it like this, and they, they yeah, spin, they spin out, out onto yeah. the thing. Yeah. That is so stupid. Dude, I had it on PlayStation. <laughs> oh, there's all kinds kind of ways to connect and build up your Beyblade. Anyway, sorry, I took us down no, a rabbit like, hole. That's okay. Oh, but that's something this. on YouTube you should do this. sometime. Well, who apparently this I, I did dig into this developer. Wait, wait. How do you win on Beyblades? I don't know. You knock each other out. Make that one stop. Or just break apart. Most of them break Sumo apart. Sumo wrestling. Yeah, for things. That's all you had to say. I understand that. There you go. Wrestling. You just, you, sometimes you have to take it down. To Average age competitor, 12. Yes. I oh, mean, not that like, there aren't Mentally, I should be in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did some digging on this developer since this seemed like a joke. And apparently this guy has a, a reputation. His name is, or he just goes by, Birdyev. What? Birdyev. 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 Yeah, he's like... I'm going to guess Russian. It kind of comes off Russian. He's like, I know Russian. Uh, but he's had a sketchy past and a very notorious reputation for releasing asset flips and nonsense garbage games like this. Money grabs. Yeah. Dude. That's genius. exactly what that is. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And it's he's like, like Pet Rock. Yeah. And he's been under, I think, three different studio names. So Red Square would be number three or four. Oh, so that's what he did. And does. this is like a startup, personally yes. owned mm-hmm. studio. Oh, gotcha. And just be like, here, here's the game. All right, he made Fidget Spinner. He ain't going to have another game out of Red Square. Probably not. He's going to start one called Pink Elk. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make something, the next rubber band game. You know what I'm saying? And it'll work as long yeah. as people continue to pay this money. Well, people are he's, stupid. He's smart. He's not. No, he, no, no a lot no, of people, people are dumb. pay a dollar to not find everybody. out what something is. Not our listeners. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, he's smart. He's just praying all. It's someone. It's getting on board with the gimmick. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, if he sells the game itself just for a buck, gotta Dude, give John credit. Yeah, he's, he's right. Smart. He's taking advantage of the stupidity yeah. of yes. people. And the fifty dollar right. DLC. That's just like, dude, come on. The first person that buys that, their I'm idiot of the week. Ass. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, if I if I was sitting beside John and he said, "Look what I just bought this gold plated fidget spinner on on my phone," I'm gonna whip his ass. You didn't right even say there. that about the gold bait. <laughs> yeah, because that. that's a freebie. If anybody <laughs> listening, if you happen to know anybody who bought this gold plated fidget spinner, let us know. Yes, <laughs> and then I reach over and smack. Want to have a conversation with them that really understand Purple the perspective Scott-y. of like Scott-y. what's what's the draw? Why you know why was this interesting? What is the, you know, yeah. I'm interested you know, to if, talk to that person. If we knew that this money was going to a charitable donation, maybe. My hey, donation. Maybe. My pockets. Yeah. <laughs> but it, we know it's not. Uh, the next interesting story that I have was that there was a study that came out of the University of Montreal that believes it has found a link between first-person shooters and brain damage. I've seen what? that. Yeah, Okay. 
It says, the, the study was conducted on a 100 participants who were asked to play about 90 hours of first-person shooters. After the games, studies showed a noticeably smaller level of gray matter in the brain as compared to someone who doesn't play video games at all. The research claims that playing first-person shooters will activate an autopilot portion of your brain that allows the hippocampus to diminish in size, which can lead to memory loss, depression, schizophrenia, and other things over time. That's why we're all couch potatoes. That's right. (laughs) Now, the same participants were then asked to play 3D puzzle-solving games that required a little bit more thought and spatial awareness, and that resulted in an increase in gray matter, strengthening the hippocampus. That's why I'm so smart. That's the kind of games Mm. I like. 3D puzzle games? Yeah. And that's what you, you, know, that's you what avoid uncharted. all first-person uncharted. shooters. Uncharted. You just no, don't no. do first-person shooters as your main game of the week. That's right. As long as I you mean, avoid that's that, because I actually prefer... You, one of the things with Player Unknowns is that they're coming up... They're doing the first person, and I actually don't like it. It's mm. it's disorienting, so... I See, I always third like person playing, in some instances. I always like playing Fallout in the third person. Me too. Me too. Yeah, so any game like that, any... What is that? Bethesda? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Uh, any Bethesda game, pretty much, it's really interesting to do first person, but they have the it's synced really well. Yeah. So some games it's not synced well. Right. So yeah, I could I could do. There were times I would want to go into first person, but rarely. I always wanted to see my character. Right, Just had to. I think it's me. Like I always like to see my character, you know? especially if you can deck them out and yeah. gear and everything. I want to see what I've done. Yeah, I like to run around in my underwear. <laughs> That's what I do over there with a helmet on. <laughs> Well, anytime I want to see myself in one of those games, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to click that visual button. Because you can, the great thing is there's the option to move in and out. You don't have mm. to stay in first person right. for that game. You I'm said like, you've okay. been playing uh, Battle Un- or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Correct? Yes. How is that? Because I've, I've been watching Mammoth play it. So I really enjoy it. I played squads and duos for a long time. I call I call my friends my coaches. I was like, I had to get down, you know, how my coaches show me what not to do before I started playing solos. Mm-hmm. So then I started playing solos. I was real proud of myself about going out number 10 on my first match. So, uh, but that was just, it's all, I feel like it's a stealth game. Apparently people care about, oh, well, you didn't get any kills, though. I'm like, I didn't need to. Right. Like, <laughs> right, I hid in the bushes and you didn't kill me. I didn't have to hide in the bushes. It's just like, you yeah. know, strategy to get to the point where you only need one kill to right. win. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, That's the way to do it. So I, I enjoy it. Um, I, I've never played H1Z1. And mm-hmm. so there's a, a lot of people that have drastic opinions about one or the other and which one's better and stuff like that. But And some people play both, but right. I don't know. So I've all, I want to play... Um, I mean, it's early access, so there's glitchy stuff. But I didn't ask. Uh, what, what have you been playing this week, Todd? Well, uh, I forgot to. Yeah, Todd. Forgot to ask. <laughs> See, I've played a couple of different games. What have you I've played? Started with Witcher, and mm-hmm. then Hellblade came out. I've been playing that. Was that Witcher Three? Witcher Three. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Really, really amazing game. I'm it still is. playing through it because I'm a completionist. I go around. I think we might have talked about this. <laughs> I go around and I got to like uncover all the things on the map, and I get mm-hmm. those achievements and. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's the, I played it. I had it a long time ago when it first came out. And I put about 10 hours in, and I was still, like, the level. You know how, like, the first few levels, it's a lot of grinding. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember, like, at the same time that came out, week, you know, 
this week this game came out, the next week that game came out, and I ended up jumping on something else, and I never went back I to it. I think Witcher 3 and Fallout 4 came out around the same time, November 2016-ish. Then that's what I went to was Fallout mm-hmm. 4. Yeah, and I did the same thing. The week Fallout 4 came out, I took a week off and did a staycation. <laughs> I love I loved Fallout 4, but I loved Fallout 3 better. I don't know why. I think it was just that I really enjoyed Fallout 3. I liked New Vegas. I played New Vegas oh, through three times for different factions and everything. So. I'll never forget walking out of the vault in Fallout 3 for the first time and just seeing how big everything was. And I, Dude, I was literally like, oh my God, really? And then that just... I, I don't think I quit playing that game for two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, John? What have you been playing? Cat Mario. Cat Mario. Cat How's Mario? that treating you? Have, you? have you guys never heard of this? <laughs> no, no I haven't. Fidget Spinner. Fidget Spinners and Cat Mario. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh my God. So <laughs> Tell them about Cat Mario. It is so hard. It's like a <laughs> troll Mario game. It is... Uh, your, well, here, here's a picture. You're a cat. Right. And I'm, I haven't passed the first level yet. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. See, you got to jump over these ghosts. Right. And you know, that was my bad. That was Give ill-timed. That. that was my bad. But anyways, <laughs> the controls are terrible. Uh, You don't know what block's going to do what. See, and there's a rocket shoot out there. It's so oh, fast. That's wrong because that ain't how it was in Mario. This so. ain't Mario. This is Cat Mario. I know, and it doesn't need to do that. No, it's, it, it's terrible. Yeah, almost. I'll, well, how do you, is that where you die every time? Right no, I got, remember I, got the all, I, come out. I got all the way to the end. You quit playing the, first person shooting. Shut up! <laughs> got all the way to the end, and you know, on the first Mario where you had the flagpole, yeah. you jump down. Well, I jump on the flagpole, I slide down. Well, a rocket shoots at you. I <laughs> yeah, jump on a flagpole, you slide down, and he slowly walks. I think the maybe they just want to collect like data slow. on how many times you want to try when yeah. it's like set to you fail. Start with four lives, and I'm at negative twenty something now, and I yeah. can't pass the first level. <laughs> Anyways, I slowly walk into the castle, and a rocket shot down and killed me. So you got to figure out how you got to get past this final rock rocket so you can beat the first level. And I just threw my phone. So I'm done. <laughs> I'm done for now. I got. It, it looks like it's laid out just like the first level of Mario. Eh, a little bit, but it's it's super. Troll it, it, there's so just stupid like hidden blocks like you'll get ready to jump over a big cavern and, a blo- and you, as soon as you jump you hit a block and in the game over i would break my phone oh i threw it I, I, hit the phone, I saw a video end. of it this week that's why i asked him if he would wanted to play it and i watched this guy and he was just getting frustrated he's like what is going on what's going on and he's just getting so mad and then right at the end he felt like he achieved something and as soon as he got to this this pole some little creature came out and moved it. Like, yes. that's like level two, I think it was. But yeah, and I, I, you know, I felt sorry for him up until that point, and then I just had to laugh because like, yeah. that's this is a trolley game, oh, but that was fun. No yeah. doubt. <laughs> uh, is it free? Yeah, good because I'm not paying for that. There's yeah, no, no, I wouldn't three, pay for three it. Three different games. Three different games. Was one of them like Cat Link, Cat Mario, Cat, Link, Cat, like Mario, Zelda. 2, Cat Mario Three? Oh, Lord. It's not fancy, man. Multiple games. Okay. Yeah. What are you playing? This week, I'm not at home, so I don't have my games. Mm -hmm. I've actually spent more time this week lurking and spectating other people. Yeah, on Twitch to Mm -hmm. find new streams, and I've come across some really interesting people. I've been into mostly watching Dead by Daylight streams this week because the new DLC came out, and then there was another new patch... Um, with the charity event 
uh, t-shirts that you could get with the new DLC. Right. So basically, and if you buy that, you all that all the funds go to charity, which is pretty awesome. So okay. um, you, I'm waiting to go and get it when I get home, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to probably stream some Dead by Daylight. Which did you say is better, that or Friday the 13th? Um, the interesting thing is they both have very... It's a similar premise, yeah. but mm-hmm. there's different qualities. Like, there's a lot of variety in Friday the 13th that you don't get in Dead by Daylight. However, in Dead by Daylight, you're not the same killer every time. Like, Jason... You have different Jasons, but there's only so many. They haven't released mm-hmm. any new ones or anything like that, and they have very different abilities. And um, But even with their differing abilities, it feels like there's nothing that's really different about how Jason kills, where having different killers, you got a lot of options, mm-hmm. and different survivors, you got a lot of options. Plus, the perks, I don't know if perks aren't working in front of the 13th still, but the perks work in Dead by Daylight. Yeah, so, like legit. Um, uh, now I'm kind of like, I've been watching it more and I'm like, wow, I'd like to really go and actually level up my survivors and, and get a little better at Dead by Daylight and stream that more. Mm. So it's a harder game to do role play because normally we do it for Horse Squad, but um, that's fine with me. I just want to play a scary game. So I just like that they brought out Michael Myers. That was yeah, that oh, my was, favorite that was, was the chainsaw cool. guy. That was my favorite. I think that the new killer, the Huntress, is super creepy. Oh, yeah. Her she's little lullaby, she hums the oh, whole time, oh, and it damn. gets louder the closer that she gets to you, and the, it's just that would be, super that would creepy. Be creepy. I feel like you can hear it all the time. Yeah, it's not like a, like it gets intense. Like It stays it's subtle the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's killing you. She's like... Mm-hmm. If you think about that, that's mm-hmm. definitely a shot or a different technique versus something like Michael Myers because when he's chasing you from the video I saw the music just intensifies. Yeah, it intensifies and as he gets um like stacks from like seeing you in his direct line in sight and getting and doing the stalk um where he can one hit mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, one hit down. Okay. <laughs> he scares me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, humming like that. Yeah. Oh, so I've mostly crazy. been watching Dead by Daylight <laughs> and that's about it. Nice, nice cool. So, well, will you play primarily console, right? And does everyone play primary I think you, console? You play PC sometimes. So I was curious no, I if anyone has right actually now. gotten no. any of those couple new titles that came out this week. but I have not, no. Yeah, I haven't watched any gameplay other than Hellblade. Hellblade so. is really good. I need, I need to check that out because I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about it this week. Mm-hmm. Well, the story, man, if you have to play with the headphones. Mm-hmm. And it's not... Like, I played the first hour or so without the headphones, and I guess it would be kind of the same when you're watching somebody else play it. It just doesn't do it justice. Those voices in your head, man, they, they make fun of you, they protect you, they and they tell you where to go. Hmm. I mean, it's just, it's you feel Immersion's like... Immersion's not the same if you're yeah, not playing it, with it, headphones. You, you feel like you're going to have, like, the same psychotic break that she's having. You know, gotcha. And and then they throw in the, like the Norse gods and stuff, Odin and some of the fire. What a fire giant and a nice giant. Mm-hmm. I killed the fire giant last night. That's a, I haven't finished the game. I'm probably maybe a third of the way through. But if it's if that's the starting point and it gets better from there, I it's it's really good. It's gonna be really good. Nice. Okay. Oh, cool. Just curious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got release dates here. We've not done this before, but now we actually have actual release dates. So since we didn't cover it last week, I'm going to cover the past week and what's coming up. So what actually came out this week, Hellblade, obviously, that came out on PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh, Black Hole on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Anybody know what that is? No. I've never mm-hmm. heard of it. No. There's so many games that come out now. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you have a comment on any of the games, please, by all means, chime in. 
Lawbreakers, PC. That's and, Cliff uh, Blazinski, right? Say again? That's Cliff Blazinski's game. I think so, yes. Yeah. That's on PC and PS4. Uh, today, August 11th, which is Friday, uh, Night Trap comes oh, out yeah. today, but that's that's physical version. That's right. that limited edition disc that we talked about uh, last week. It's probably sold out by now. Right. 8,000 okay. copies. That's <laughs> uh, like the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 8,000 of them. <laughs> uh, and Sudden Strike 4 on PC came out today as well. Uh, on August 15th, which will be tomorrow for all listeners, uh, Agents of Mayhem, which I cannot wait yeah. for. I know, I know you're excited about that. That is PS4, Xbox One, PC. Have you ever played Saints Row? Uh, yes, I love Saints Row. This is a continuation of that. I actually play that more than, like, it has those similarities to GTA, but mm-hmm. I loved Saints Row more. And it's just oh, yeah. so, the humor yeah, and the yeah. sarcasm and just the cockiness is mm-hmm. just great. Yeah, yeah, I love Cockiness. Loved, uh, yep. The very first time I played 3, I think it was a free game on PlayStation, and I downloaded it thinking it was probably just a GTA ripoff. I was like, it's free, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And I, I did not play it for a good few months after I downloaded it. I was like, nah. And then finally I just decided I would. I fell in love with it. It made me go out and buy Part 4 immediately because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to play more of this. I got stuck it. collecting orbs in Part 4. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still, I still need to play Gat Out of Hell. Oh, that's good. Oh, that got it was, that it was in my too short, in my opinion, because I wanted more. And I think the other quirk that I have, and maybe maybe you might agree with this, is when you have a voice actor that you can choose from for your character, and then I, I chose the same one for three and four, so I felt like my character was continuing on, but then in the Get Out of Hell, it automatically diverted to another voice, so it just felt wrong. <laughs> I felt like I had like one of those bastard sequels that was just like, well, this is just not the same because it's not my voice. Mm-hmm. So it just made me feel bad. Oh, yes. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I but mean, don't get me wrong. I like Nolan North, but I wanted Troy Baker. Damn right. it. Dude, I like it. <laughs> Both those guys are just epic. But I know. I don't know. I tend to lean towards Troy Baker a little more recently. Yeah. He's just, he's just, he's good. He is. I really no, don't know North what else to say. I'm not taking anything away from him because no. playing zombies, you know, he's the, the doctor on there, mm-hmm. you know, the Nazi. And I didn't even know it was him. Yeah. He's just good. He, and I think the fact that he can kind of weave in and out of roles yeah. and you not really know what's him makes it all better. Because Nolan, you kind of pick up on him pretty quick. Troy kind of slides in and out and he's, he's he sneaky. He did an excellent job on the Joker, I thought, mm-hmm. when in, in Origins. Yeah, I agree. That's a hard one to do. Uh, City Skyline comes out for PS4 uh, along with Matterfall. I know, that's uh, Sim City. What you said? No, it just says cities. City? Skyline. Skylines? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, it's like a SimCity game. Okay. okay. Matterfall, also on PS4. I know you've been talking is, about is that. Is that a house, house mark? Who makes that? Weren't they the ones that you said... Uh, they did Next Machina? No, I thought they did... Uh, oh, my goodness. What was that first one on the PS4? The the shooter? Resident. Yes. Yeah. Is that they them? Both, they did both of those games. Okay. Cool. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm excited. Anything they do, I want to play it. It's really good. But uh, August 15th as well, that's when you get digital copy of Night Trap on PlayStation 4 and PC. Lacey is happy about that. She was. <laughs> I'm, I've am i never played it, so I am I'm, I guess my curiosity's gotten 
it makes me want to go buy it. Yeah. Because I know it's probably a terrible game. Oh, it's horrible. And I'm sure that the controversy that was surrounding this game at the time is insignificant today. Yeah. <laughs> considering all we've seen. I just remember the woman screaming in the hallway. I think she had a towel on. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the big deals, yeah. I think. I mean, it was... It started essentially from that and what Mortal Kombat really started the ESRB as we know it today. Yeah. But I've, what I've seen of this game, I don't I don't understand. I think it's even rated teen now. That's ridiculous. Wait, is this the game where you're the in the house and you got the little creature things that sneak in? It's live action, so it looks like a, you're watching a CD. Yeah. Or DVD. Oh, God, I know this game. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. When you said, as soon as you said that, I was like, wait, I think I know this game. And the great Dana Plato from Different Strokes. <laughs> yeah, she was not, uh, what was her name on there? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been so Diane, long. something like that. I can't remember. No, I don't think it was Diane. I don't remember. I don't, I really don't. Yeah. Google it. It's worth a Google, yeah. John. Once you get there, just <laughs> let me know. Uh, Observer. Uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Sonic Mania for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Sudden Strike for PS4. Okay, so Sudden Strike 4 comes out for PC today. <laughs> Sudden Strike 4 for PlayStation 4 on Tuesday. Right. That kind of threw me off. I was like, I know, I wrote that down a second ago. Now, you may notice that within all the list of games, there was only one Switch game. I verified to make sure I did not mistake this at all, and that's true. Yeah. One game. That's what, uh, like, I know three people that bought a Switch that's just personal friends. They have not played it since Zelda. I, and it's selling. I have a Switch, and I have barely played it at all. It's so. selling, though. That's the, yeah, the I mean, insane it's an And at the console. time that I got it, it was really difficult to find, so it cost maybe 200 more dollars than normal. Right. So I'm actually planning to resell mine. It's mm. barely, it's hardly even used, and include the games that I bought, so... If you're listening, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Find it now. Cheap, but not cheap enough. Nope, I'm probably going to sell it for what I bought it for. <laughs> but you get the games for free. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's all the release dates I have. Anybody want to ask John a question? Is there an Ask John question at all? Anybody got anything? I'm curious because I'd been thinking about games that if I was going to... Because, you know, there's a lot of games we've played that maybe we didn't stream or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Because they came out before that was a big thing. And I was definitely not one of the original streamers (laughs) out there in the world. So I'm curious if you were going to stream a game, what what game would you go back and do that you played however long ago? It it doesn't even have to be when you were a kid. Just one that you would want to replay. It was that good. Contra 3. Okay. I love that game. Why you pick oh, that why. game? Why? Why? That's just the game we grew. I grew up playing with me and my brother. We loved it. But to this day, we still could pop it in and just be like, play it for six hours and no, forget what time it is. If you get the <laughs> holy uh, crap, like Super NES Classic, it's on there. I know, crap. I got a Star Fox too. <laughs> I crap, I got a pre-order. Reminded. Got to go now. I'm Don't. actually thinking about. Um, it wasn't that long ago because what was like 2011. So. I thought about going back and playing through L.A. Noir again. Nice. Well, because it's like the kind of game where you probably only play it once, but it's been quite a few years now, so right. mm-hmm. it might be worth going back through. It's going to be kind of a slow pace game, but um, it's just so good. Yeah, yeah those spatial a... animations were awesome. How can they not replicate that now? That was just so good. I mean, I understand. That? I understand that it was a special. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for here? A camera, like the motion capture? Well, I well guess... didn't they do that for Quantum 
Did is they? it Quantum Break? What is it? Qua- what yeah, is I know it's that new game? That for a lot of games, like especially like but, Uncharted and stuff like that. But they, but they don't use it in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. the way they seem to do it, it's like they lifted their faces directly. This was not, you know, regular stop motion. I think it's more like the actors actually do the vocal and they have the things on their face. Right. Yeah, like um, similar is, to what they did in the Warcraft movie. Yeah. Like they did it all mm-hmm. green screen and they had all the dots on their faces for the orcs and everything. So. Yeah, it's like they developed an entirely new program for this game to to really grab those expressions because it, it was lifelike. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a PS3 game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I played it, it on uh, Xbox uh, 360. Yeah. yeah. So about yeah that that same time period. Now, like, what I like was there's this one girl I remember questioning, and she had me like I could not tell whether she was telling the truth or lying the whole time, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she did. You know, she bit her lip. I know they can't hear me do that. She just bit her lip, and I was like, oh, I got you. I got you. And, you know, I, and that's, that stuff was cool. Yeah. There was a couple other people like that. Like, they would just kind of glance at, you knew they were lying. So, yeah. like, like, I'm like you. Like, why have they not used, at least used that somewhere else in a game? See, that's the uh, Phoenix Wright series or the Ace Attorney series they've got on the 3DS. Right. That was one of my favorite games. Because you would have those little things like that where you'd have to pay attention to everything around you, whether it be evidence or people you were talking to, it it makes you think. You know, you're right. not, like we were talking about with the first-person shooters, you're not on autopilot just doing things. You're just, you know, you're, you're having to think to play. Right. So What I really it. like are those games where your decisions affect, you know, what yeah. what's going to happen down the road or if you even see something in, in a game. Yeah. Um, so... Well, we're going to wrap the show up, but we'd like to thank all of our listeners who follow our podcast across the web on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, and even Podbean, our main hosting site that allows you to download your show to your phone and listen whenever and wherever. We're also starting to sprout up on various podcast hosting sites, so keep your eyes peeled and maybe we'll find our way onto your favorite. Despite where you find us, why not leave us a comment and tell us what you think of the show. Good or bad, we'll take any comments you choose to offer up. We'd also like to give many thanks to Troy Ramos for his glowing review on iTunes. Check out his podcast, Art House Radio, which is a weekly arts, comedy, and culture podcast which features prominent artists, comedians, thinkers, filmmakers, friends, and lovers. Also want to give a shout-out to Matthew Tangen, the Angry Ginger. We very much appreciated the shout-out on your show, The Bad, The Weird, and The Cheesy. If any of our listeners can appreciate movies that fall into that category, please check out his podcast that can also be found on Podbean and iTunes. Leave comments on our Facebook page, join our community page to start a conversation, give us topics you want us to cover, and for the love of God, ask John a question. Please. <laughs> if you want to support our show further, you can go to www.patreon.com slash pencilandpaperproductions to give a little money and receive exclusive benefits not available anywhere else, such as behind-the-scenes photos, videos, as well as early access content. Thank you again for listening. I'm Stephen White. Hi, I'm Todd Stark. I'm John Taylor. And we'd love to thank Anola again for being here on our show, thank giving you. us your input. I'm glad you came. <laughs> Very good today. Yes, absolutely. Check her out on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Enola Desert. Join us again next time on Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. Until then, game on!
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.